Good evening, fantasy footballers and the gents across the universe. This is the Championship Formula. Woo! With your host, Bearded for Her Pleasure. Yeah! And sitting to my left tonight, doing his best Randy Macho Man Savage. <laughs> yeah! Is the Cajun Raider. Boy, I tell you what, I'm gonna <laughs> smash you in the pieces. That sounded like a... Well, that sounded like a different sound of like I a work. Don't know who that was. I don't know if it was Macho All Man. All you had to do was a little oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that was perfect. <laughs> that was good. Man, All right, nice. And sitting across from me tonight is the always casual Josh Kenny. I'm very casual tonight. <laughs> Got one for you. All right. Yes. This running back has more passing touchdowns in a Super Bowl than Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen combined. Cajun, who is that running back? Derrick Henry. In a Super Bowl? Yeah, oh. if he had played in a Super Bowl, he I mean, might have Dak, had a fighting chance. Dak didn't play in a Super Bowl either, but yeah. uh, neither did Lamar. Neither is jo- uh, no, wait, Josh. <laughs> Marcus Josh Allen? Said, Josh said all those guys he named He's were in Super player. Bowls. Yeah, that's good. Current player. Ooh, I got it's I Mike's, um, bearded Mike's favorite running back <laughs> in the league. Matt Forte. No. Vinny, take a crack. Who's Mike's favorite running back in the league? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm thinking. I, I really don't know. It has to be someone that's been in the Super Bowl, though. Mm-hmm. Recent. Five. Four. With Miles Sanders. Sanders. Three. He's, he's current. Two. Oh, well, I'll give it that. One. Joe right. Mixon. Oh, Get wow. out. Oh. Joe Mixon? Joseph Mixon. But, that's not, but but him having more passing touchdowns with Lamar and Dak in the Super Bowl, they weren't in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Correct. It's, <laughs> it's, it. it's tricky to rock around. He has more super. Yeah, he has more passing touchdowns in the Super Bowl yeah. than, okay. Okay. Guys. than anyone enough. that never made it. I like it. So, so pretty much any running back that would have thrown at least one, and he's the only one to have done it in yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. how many running backs have thrown a touchdown in the Super Bowl? That's my next question. I'll have to look yeah. that up. Okay. Not very many. All right, well, sitting to my right tonight, as I would like to say always, but for tonight is going to be the nation, Mr. Vinny Gonzalez. I'm back. I'm back to battle. Yeah, baby. I'm back to listen to all the goodness we have to say tonight. Can't wait. Yeah. All right. I like Ah. it. All righty, guys. So it has been almost a week since I've seen any of you guys. Yeah. Anything new and exciting Um, over there at the uh, Duck Pond, Mike? Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. We're going to go scuba diving in the pond. (laughs) And we're going to find, like, all of the dead bodies that are in the pond because it's almost Halloween. So I'm pretty sure that in that pond there are dead bodies. Okay. Not Mm. from my doing, but from maybe the previous owners. I just want you to know Josh is wearing a wire, and he's going to be contacting the authorities later. It's right there. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. Actually, it's just I braided my chest hair. It looks like a wire. (laughs) Looks like a, yeah. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. It's like a dreadlocks. I love it. Type deal on his chest. I've always wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I'm going to unbutton my shirt. Oh, jeez. Uh, it was way too early for that. I'm way try to too early. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like Austin Powers over there with Man, that these, Some of these hairs are like three inches long. Some of those hairs are white like Santa Claus's balls. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you, you see this? Yeah, I see it. Thank too. God we don't film this. Oh, man. 
We are saving YouTube. Oh, Vinny's lacing up his LeBrons. He's about to go shoot some hoops. Nice. Get out of here, man. Okay. All right. So, After Josh. Seeing all that hair. <laughs> Anything going on this weekend? My wife and your wife are headed to the Miami Dolphins game. Get out! On yeah. the bright line again? They're going on the bright line, which yes. means I'm just going to hang out and watch football. I'm coming Reagan. to your house. There you go. I'm not even going to put clothes on Sunday. I'm literally just going to lay, lay around the house naked. Never mind. I'm going day. to Mike's house. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking that new bullet train or whatever? The yeah. Bu- yeah, the uh, bright line. <laughs> the bullet train. The, the bright what, bullet. That's, yep. a, that's what it is. It's a bullet train. Yeah. I mean, that that's exactly what it hell. is. Over 100 How miles an hour. does it get you there? Three um, hours. Something like that. that's slow. No, that, that no would be way. from Orlando. Oh, right. from Orlando. Yeah, oh, no, no. Okay. They're actually driving down to West Palm. It'll take them about an hour. An hour from West Palm to the Miami Dolphins stop. So it sounds like it's not really, it's not super fast. It's just super convenient. Both. I mean, if you're going 100 miles an hour with no stops from Orlando to Miami in three hours. But you said from West Palm, it's only an hour. They're only, an hour. It's going to take them an hour on the train? Well, it, it won't even take them an hour on the train, but they got to get there, oh. wait, load so up. It, it definitely is faster is what you're saying. So here's the best part. There's going to be a tram that takes them from the train over to the stadium and back so wow. no traffic. You can literally just play on your phone and get drunk as fuck. How yes. much does that cost? I I don't remember. It was cheap. I want to say it was like they got the unlimited food and drink on the way down. Hmm. So Nicole's going to get her money's worth, and I think it was eighty bucks there and back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The reason I'm asking so many questions is we want to do it too, but uh, I don't want to say this with both your wives on there, man. I don't want to jinx anything. I'll tell you after they come back why I don't want to ride that train yet. (laughs) Okay. All right. Just. Bad you know, news. Yeah, I don't want to say anything like mm, that, bro. Right. You already put it out there subconsciously. Nope. Nice. Nope. You don't know what I'm going to say. All right, well, Vinny, how about you? What do you got going on this weekend? <laughs> this weekend? Um, probably nothing. Nothing. Nothing? No hot home. pot? Nothing like that? No, no hot pot. Ever. Okay. Ever. Ever I'm again. Gonna stay home. He's going to do hot pot at his house. going to relax. <laughs> I don't got anything planned as of now, man. All right. Nice. How about you? No, I, I literally am doing nothing. Sunday, Nicole's going down to the game. I'm just going to watch some football. Uh, I'll probably pick up some food in the afternoon and just take it easy. All right. Well, really... who, who wants this on their Sunday? I want you to put your shirt maybe? back on, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to button that thing right back up. Santa Claus, you and him. You and him. Yeah. Tip to tip. That's your best chance. Come on, guys. You're going to look like a white rabbit's tail up there. I don't even know what to what say. What would Donna tell you if she saw you right now? Would she say, button that shit up? Yeah, she'd yeah. be like, quit this podcast right now. Uh, <laughs> is this what you listen. do? Yeah. yeah. Is this what you do when you're not around me? Yeah. She would say, find better friends. Uh, oh, man. She blame oh, us? that's sad. <laughs> that's not nice, Donna. I did not care for that comment at all. I, I could see, I she could didn't see say Donna's it. face. <laughs> she didn't say it. So guys, how'd you feel about these uh, these games this past week? I Miami, loved the Miami up. game. Wow, Woo. go Buffalo! Yeah, right. Josh Allen, I apologize for all the shit I talked in week one. <laughs> he has been spot on since then. Very no. solid. Still not as great as he was last year. Through the first four games last year, he was killing it. But I mean, it sets up a recipe for someone else if they can follow it. Put pressure on Tua. And the offense seems to collapse. He is not good when he's under pressure. Armstead going out really put a dent in Miami's offense. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, we know when the left tackle's missing, there's problems, you know? I yep. worry about Tua getting hurt when he's out. That's the first thing I think of, is him getting ragdolled. Going into the game, you know? he had given he had only taken one sack all year. He was also number one in the league in getting the ball out of his hands after snap. And he was still top five in air yards. Nice. So 
it obviously speaks to how fast the receivers are and him having enough protection to be able to get the ball out in two seconds. Sometimes he's so anxious to get the ball out that he fumbles it, fumbles a snap from the center. <laughs> he's, he has several of those on this season for real. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's so anxious to just throw it, he just drops it on the ground. He's real, It's like a hot potato. <laughs> and um, I think they were better without Jalen Waddle. They should have left Jalen Waddle on the bench, man. Uh, I'm not going to – I don't think I can <laughs> concur with that quite yet but um can you concur with this that team was full strength and uh buffalo ragdolled them dude they did can we apologize do we apologize to justin fields or is that just because we're gonna write it off as hold because they were playing the broncos because justin fields played out of his mind after i benched him i mean where did you bench him it's my fault um which league i don't remember the one one that i was cussing about oh yeah yeah but, I mean, Denver had just given up 70 the week before. It's it's not really a powerhouse defense. As a matter of fact, I looked it up earlier. They are the worst team against the pass this year. Uh, fun fact, they're also the worst against the run. Ah, go yeah. figure. <laughs> so, are you, you're not believing what you see. Are you benching Fields this coming week? They play Washington, Washington. this week. Chase Young is healthy, so he'll be playing this week. Um they have looked a little better. At least they did on defense the past two weeks. They're still not good. Uh, if Justin Fields is openly stating he's doing more freestyling and the team can't game plan for what he's done the previous 10 or 12 games, I'm going to stick with Justin Fields again this week. The right. question always is, who are you going to bench him for? Who did you bench him yeah, for? Yeah, exactly. That's what matters. I think I have Jordan Love. and I, Actually, I started Jordan Love against Detroit. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I was expecting a shootout. I, I have Justin Fields in a couple places. I, I started him everywhere in Genius and in Dynasty, but even with better options, I just like the upside too much. And Denver's so bad. I was like, man, this is it's now or never. And since he did it, he's not going anywhere. I'm auto-start. I can't bench him yeah. ever. He has to give me like a string of like disaster. Okay. Like the first three games? Yeah, the first no. three. And you know, you know, you what, know what? His, he was add worse. Up, add up his points, and uh, he's better than a lot of quarterbacks out there. He was worse through Trevor his Lawrence. first three games. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence been Last shit. year. Joe Burrow been he shit. He was worse. So, and then he ended up being a top five quarterback by the end of the year. Turn Double digit points every game at quarterback. Look at the quarterbacks that don't have that. <laughs> Zach Wilson. I think Josh Allen had a worse game than Justin Fields week one. I mean, we can't yeah. go off of that. This know? is a weird year, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Trevor Lawrence. Anyone else getting a little bit nervous? I'm going to tell you right now. I, I'm dumping Trevor Lawrence for C.J. Stroud. I have a waiver claim in, in a keeper league. And I'm starting Anthony Richardson over Trevor Lawrence every week on another league. Trevor Somebody Lawrence. has both of those guys in our dynasty league. Who is that? Hmm. Who has Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> oh. No, no, the two guys oh, you just oh, mentioned. Oh. Who got? Who has? <laughs> oh, I just yeah. I, I don't know what to say about Trevor Lawrence. He is really letting me down. Yeah, and man. I've moved, I've moved on from him in armchair. I moved on from him. If you look, look who's starting for me. C.J. Stroud. Yeah. No, I, C.J. Stroud looks like the real deal, man. He hasn't thrown an interception yet. No, he looks good. C.J. Re- Stroud looks really good, man. C.J. Stroud. We have a board bet. Who's going to lead? Which rookie QB is going to lead? Yep. All right now, it looks like C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, going to be. Going to be neck. Uh, neck and neck, man. And Bryce Young's going to be looking uh, up at the mountain from the valley. <laughs> I was going to say, he's about to get lapped. Bryce Young's not going to get no. close to them. No. Uh-uh. Um, I'm trying to think of what other games there were. It's nice to see Minnesota finally got a win. Baker yeah, is still cooking. That Minnesota team <laughs> yeah. is certified garbage, Baker's bro. still baking. They are. <laughs> that Minnesota team <laughs> didn't deserve to win that game. That was a Carolina game. Carolina lost that game. It, it, they... Carolina shouldn't even be in the same stratosphere to be able to hang with them at, at any level, and they nope. did. 
and uh, it just speaks how terrible Minnesota is. I'm predicting a, a, a fire sale here pretty soon. I don't see them winning many more games. I mean, it will drastically change the entire landscape of fantasy football this year traded. if Kirk gets traded to the Jets. Because that Justin will Jefferson. absolutely affect Jefferson. It will affect Hawkinson. Hawkinson um, Jordan Addison. I don't want to say it becomes worthless, but he's going to have to find a rapport with whoever's taking over for him immediately. Yeah. I don't think they're worthless, but they're going to take a, a step down. Yep. Justin Jefferson, the worst of it. Tight ends can always be the quarterback's best friend. I'm not really too worried about Hawkinson. But when you own Justin Jefferson, you rely on Kirk Cousins to toss it to you 12, 15 times a game, man. Yeah, I I actually think I'm going to disagree with that. I think Hawkinson goes from a top three option to a number one tight end, but I don't see him as a number as a top three anymore. You've got an Uh, I don't want to say elite, but a top twelve quarterback that can absolutely sling the ball and is given every opportunity to throw it. Hawkinson is still going to be a number one tight end, but I just don't see number three upside. He's going to be more. I mean, he's number one right now. So how far does he fall? It's it's not right now. Probably six or seven spots. That's just going to be me. I, I mean, just it like when, who's a quarterback. I mean, if they put a completely incompetent guy there, sure. Yeah, I don't think they're. Uh, if they put in any quarterback, it's not with the, going to be with the purpose of winning. No, it's just going to be some scrub that goes in there. Maybe, I'm not even maybe, sure who's. Maybe he'll get traded. Who's that? <laughs> Hawkinson. They can't. They won't trade Jefferson. No, didn't he just sign a deal this offseason? He did. Yeah, he did. that would be too much dead money on their uh, on the books. Um, any other things, Josh? I heard you mention it. Baker Mayfield still going strong. I've never seen him run like this in my entire life. Since he's been in the league, I've never seen him give so much effort to making sure he gets first down. Yeah. Some would say he is running for his job. He sure is. They're, probably the, best, they're the best team in the division, bro. Yeah. As of they're right better now, than they New sure Orleans. Are. They're better than Carolina. They're definitely better than Atlanta to me. Mm-hmm. I put my money on Tampa Bay. I'll now, say it. I was wrong on on the Saints, man. Gosh, well, this Derek. Uh, we Carr. were all wrong. None of us picked Tampa Bay. No, that was. <laughs> and we all picked Tampa race. Bay is good. Yeah. <laughs> and so That's Tampa funny. Bay's defense is the best defense in the division, bro. Like it, it's better than New Orleans. It yeah. just It just is. And then, you know, how I feel about Derek Carr. Most people tell you he's a middling guy, you know. And then he got hurt. Who knows? You should have sat. I, he should have absolutely sat this game. Yeah, but I'll yeah. right. I'll, I'll fess up now. Like I was wrong on that one. I'll, I've, I've got to call it whenever well, we when all I'm were. wrong. We all were. Yeah, we none of us called it right. We none of us called Tampa Bay. We had Tampa Bay. I don't know. We should replay that episode, but I'm you pretty sure we all right had it. Yeah. One. Puka Nakua. Man. God, that dude. Every Another week huge now. game. But you keep throwing shade at him and throwing a Cooper Cup up there on your TikToks. Hey, well, I just saw the one you did today where the dude looks back and he sees Cooper Cup coming to the rearview mirror. That was you, right? Who did no, that? No, that wasn't me. Wasn't Someone me. did it for Championship Formula. It wasn't me. I don't. I no. Raider? No. Raider doesn't even know what a talk tick is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I, I, don't think I, don't I made that one. I don't know the talk. Yeah. But that's a good one. Maybe I need to steal it and put it up. <laughs> did anyone see Dallas beating the shit out of the Patriots like that? I thought it was going to be close. Mac Jones. Vinny, is he, is he not their starter? Yeah, he's their starter for the season. I for don't, the whole I, season? Yeah, I don't I don't. Belichick really... actually came out and said, no, he, there was no reason to have him out there at the moment. But he didn't say at any point. He's a, yeah, he's going to say that. He's, he's going to say that like two games from now. Like, no, he, I don't see any reason to have him out there. Going into this game, I talked to a couple Dallas guys that we played with. I'll call Vega on this one. And, and Vega will even say, Vega's like, man, I'm nervous. I'm thinking we're going to lose to the Patriots. And I said, well, I kind of told you. I said, it wouldn't surprise me if the Patriots win. It wouldn't surprise me if Dallas wins. What would have surprised me was a blowout. Is if Tampa came in and won and beat both of them. That <laughs> yeah. would have surprised no, no, all that of us. That would surprise everything. 
But when when the blowouts are happening, it had to do all about Mac Jones turning the ball over. Man, he threw the ball across the field two times. One of them pick sixth. Then he's running around the non-athlete he is, trying to make a play and got hit from behind. Like you know, it's, it's already a tough ask to go against the Dallas defense. Like now you're going to turn the ball over. I mean, I didn't think he needed know. to be in the game. I didn't think he needed to be in the game. Thank you. I didn't um, think he needed to be in the game. Also, the Titans beating the shit out of the Bengals, 27-3. What's going on That there? was a bit of a shocker. Right. It was nice to see Derrick Henry come out yes. uh, with a, with an exclamation point. It yeah. was a little bit surprising because I, I really thought Tennessee's super tough against the run, not so tough against the pass, and they can only muster three points. T. Higgins going to be lost for some time with a broken rib. Most likely it's going to be four to six weeks. Jamar Chase, you would like to think he's going to be the focal point, but he only turned in seven catches for 76 yards. Higgins didn't even last till the half at this game. It was a bit of a shocker for one of the top quarterbacks in the league to only get three points against the Titans. Who's their number three up there? Who's their number three receiver? Uh, it was Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Boyd. Okay, so he becomes instantly relevant, or are you just mm-hmm. so worried about Joe Burrow turning it around that you don't touch him right now? No, I, Tyler Boyd is almost primarily a slot receiver. I don't think he has the ball skills or the separation to be able to play on the outside. You think they throw in their draft pick? Mike, you know who I'm going to say? Eosivas. Yep. Yeah. Is that how you say it? I thought it was Eosivas. Either way. Either way. Big guy, lots of speed. He's 4'4", and he's got he's 6'3". Right. He's got big hands, but he played at a smaller school. So Big I hands, that small guy. school, that's a bad combo. <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> Does Charlie Jones get any run? Big hands and that Jones? small penis is worse. He's their uh, kick returner. He's also a rookie. Okay. He's been getting some play there. But it doesn't really matter, though. If Joe Burrow's not right, you yeah, could have. Right. <laughs> I mean, you could bring in Brandon Cooks as your number two. If he's not able to get the ball out on time or with accuracy, it's Brandon not going to matter. What a, God, that's another man. guy. What a yeah. piece of shit, bro. You like how I worked that in? Yeah, he's a piece of shit. I am very too. surprised. Brandon Cooks. I wasted you, a third round pick or a second round pick for that guy. Thousand yard receiver right. every single year. Shit. Yeah, I wanted to drop him, but I know if I do, people bid thirty bucks to get him. But mm-hmm. he's a piece of shit, bro. Yeah, Dallas. Right. Uh, but uh, you know what? This all goes back to Dak's not going to be a QB one. This is why I made the bet. He's yeah. not going to be a QB one, and a lot of it has to do with the defense is that good. When your defense is that good, you don't have to throw it all the time, man. Yeah, that's true. They're probably going to have to throw it this coming week though against the Niners. They are. They are. I see a grinded out game, but I like Dallas. I like Dallas to edge them out. Over, over, ride with all over the or under. Fans. Over or under in that game. I don't know what the number 45. is. 45. It's 45? Yep. Probably under. Yeah. Uh, okay. I agree. The whole the problem is all all the public money is going to be on the under. Right. All of it. Yeah. That's scary. Refs are going to swallow their whistles then and let them play. Yeah. <laughs> well, are they, though? Because they did it against Kansas City. And, and they that's needed, what we have to talk wow. about. Wow. They wanted to make sure the Kansas City tickets didn't cash. <laughs> so what happened? They made the call down. The refs said, fuck that. There's a mysterious little holding call over there. <laughs> and then Mahomes did his little, you can't say it on air, and he slid, stood up like the Statue of Liberty. Wow. Yeah, man. That like, was almost very egregious. I, I think I don't want to believe sports are rigged, but I'm not stupid. Right. If your girl comes home and she looks like she got, God, man, I'm just I'm saying a lot of bad analogies <laughs> here. It's just if it looks like a duck's, you know, walks like a duck, it's yeah. a fucking duck. Yeah. Man. Where there's where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it, man. Yeah. That was I was pissed off for the Jets, man. That was just deserved better. Kansas City didn't win that game, man. They sure didn't. They didn't win that game. And I I love Andy Reid. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is my favorite player. I love watching Kansas City. I always root for him. Mm-hmm. But in that one, 
Man, it was. Right. I got nothing against Kansas City. I, I love those guys I, in terms of who they are. Like Andy Reid, Mahomes is cool. Kelsey is cool. Although Kelsey hasn't been Kelsey. Like Kelsey's he's just not Kelsey. He's not Fucking Kelsey Taylor yet. Swift ruining shit. Please. I don't know. I don't know if it's that. I, I don't know if it's that. I just think defense. Oh, it's is, that. Maybe I, I mean, love he, Taylor Swift. Let's so also this is not gonna be another. I, he's I thirty-four. Like so I'm good with that. But. Travis Kelsey is the only thing they got, right? So yeah. if you're a smart defense, you only have to stop Travis Kelsey. Right. And don't tell me you can't double him and contain him because you can. He ain't superhuman. He's right. 34. Yeah. He's not going to give you this monster season this year if this continues. And that's what I think teams are going to do. They're going to treat this guy like, wait a second, you're the only hope they have. Exactly. Yeah. You and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick yeah. Mahomes running around and getting you know yards, running around and then occasionally hitting a, one of their many receivers that are, I don't know, four feet tall and can't catch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, Justin Ross hasn't even seen the field, man. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what, what is going on over there? Kadarius Tony is certifiable garbage, bro. Yeah. Sky Moore, complete letdown. I mean, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, never done anything. No, Marcus Valdez-Scantling has always been a nice compliment receiver. Right. He's a number three receiver that they overpaid for because he was he was the best free agent at the time. You remember yeah. when Bernard Berrien got that massive contract with the with the Bucks or with, with the Vikings? With the Vikings, okay. Yeah, he he wasn't a great receiver. Wait, did you say Perryman? Bernard Berrien of the Bears. Oh, oh, my bad, bro. I thought you yeah. said Perryman. Nope, he got a massive contract probably like twelve years ago. Massive, mm. like ten ten million a year back then. He was the only wide receiver. He was the best one that came out that year for free agency. So he got the big money. Valdez, mm-hmm. Cantling, same exact thing. Do you think it's funny on the on the uh, Zach Wilson front? You can tell like there's a lot of people in the league that are like rooting for him. Like people feel bad for him almost at this point. He's he's become yeah. more humble. Yeah, he's definitely become. That's more what it humble. is. He's yeah. much more likable up there on the no. stands as yeah. opposed to like. That ain't yeah. my fault. I was happy to see him turn around. Not, yeah. I mean, not too much, but yeah. Yeah. There's not too many players I actually hate in the league. So if he can actually change his attitude and he can become a better teammate, I'll root for him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's not going to be my favorite guy, and I'm not drafting him, but that's just based on skill, not on, you know. I can name one of yours. Who's that? Joe Mixon. Yep. I hate that guy. That's okay. (laughs) Can Um, you name mine from previous years? um, Probably a Patriot. Nope. Antonio Brown. Oh, that's who's, right. Who's trying to help out Chandler Jones? Mm, that's mm, that that's horrible. Is, that is that's a bad like the idea. blind leading the blind. <laughs> yep. That's what. That's exactly what me and Mike were saying today. Yep. Um, but yeah, the Kansas City game. I, I was just so almost shocked. The hold when Mahomes got the run and uh, that the, the flag on the interception. The flag <laughs> that was thrown after he intercepted. Yep. That bad. was the timing Ooh, of wow. it. There has to be some scrutiny on that one. Man. But I like when Salah went up to the ref at the end of the game. He held it. He held it in until the game was done, and then he went and found the ref on the sideline and chewed him out, dude. He. I love Salah. I love Salah. I do. I love Salah. So when he gets out of pocket and he gets out of character, that tells me there there's a mess. Yeah. So, something's not right. Yeah. He's about as calm and collected. Yep. As you can be in every situation. For him to go find that ref and give him an earful, you know, and take the unsportsmanlike and. Yeah, you, you know something's up there, man. I, I, I'm i convinced that game, because 97% of the public money Absolutely. was on Kansas City, yep. 97.5. 97% of it, dude. Yep. There was a very little money on the Jets, plus the points. If those tickets cash, Vegas takes probably a billion dollars of losses, bro. Absolutely. Wow. And that's why I don't bet anymore. 
That's what that one game caused you not no, to bet because anymore. you can see into the future. No, because there was <laughs> shit that happened to me whenever I was betting where I was like, "What is going on with this? Like, this is insane, man." I mean, did did you listen to my lock of the week? Did you bet Houston? I don't bet anymore. Was okay. that your lock of the week? That was. That's awesome, man. We should have done it. I should have actually. I thought about it and uh, I did not. But Houston, absolutely, it just smelled fishy with the points that they were giving up and the way Houston had been playing and the way Pittsburgh sucks ass. So. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. As a reminder, Mash Hoagies is the official sandwich of the championship formula. Stop on by Monday through Friday. Say hi to Sonny. Order the Hawkeye. Get it the Mash way. Load it up. Get a cup of soup or a bag of chips. And as always, their sweet tea is brewed fresh every single day. It's delicious. Bye, it's sugary. Sunny. It's cold. It's exactly what you need mm-hmm. after a hard day's work or in the middle of a hard day's work. So actually, I'm... They're gonna have a sandwich that's named after me. Are they really? Yeah, it's the called the, it's called the Cajun Smash. The Cajun Smash. Yeah, that sounds disgusting. I no. thought it was called Little Dick Nick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is. Uh, I, I like yeah. that better. It is little beanie weenies. Vienna sausages. <laughs> it's Vienna sausages on a Kaiser roll. <laughs> And uh, there's lettuce and tomato. And, it's gross. Uh, it's gross. Oh, I tried it, it one time. Gro- <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Not the sandwich. Alrighty, guys. We'll be back in just a second. And we are back. Thank you so much for hanging in there. And uh, we're boom, gonna- boom, boom. Thank you. I don't know what that was. But we're going to get right into it, guys. We're going to go over this week's games, stardom, sit-ems, uh, give you some fun facts about what you should be looking out for. Going to give you some advice on if you like uh, betting your friends and play money. And uh, that's what we're going to do. And we're just going to jump right into it with the first game on the slate. Thursday night, we are going to see the winless Bears going into Washington. Right now, the over-under, I believe, is 44 points. 44 and a half, and Washington is favored by 7. I guess the biggest question we're looking at is... Justin Fields, is he going to keep it up? That is going to be the biggest question of the night. Vinny, thoughts? This is, this is what you were waiting for, man. Yeah, I understand the first three weeks were very mediocre, but there are have been quarterbacks that have been a lot worse than him through three weeks, man. He finally came out. He exploded. How can you bench him? Convince me you have someone better on your roster to bench him for. That's, that's the first thing. Because if you drafted Fields, you probably don't have a great backup. You just... Just probably don't. Um, Kirk Cousins? Uh, if he's your backup, then you can debate it. I'm still going to probably ride with Fields after that performance. It's really hard for me to come yeah. off of that. Kirk didn't look good against sorry-ass Carolina. So, I mean, if we're going to hold Fields to that, then just hold Kirk to that, too. He yeah, played right. terrible. So, I still think you love the floor. I'm, I'm sorry, the ceiling of Fields. And the floor, again, he's been double digits in every game, man. If this is what you've been waiting for, here it is. Yeah. Let's hope this is what starts the run with them. You know, okay. Washington is very solid against the quarterback. Top 12 in uh, fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks. And uh, they're actually number one in the league against the tight end. So I know Cole Komet had a huge game this pack week, past week, but temper those expectations. He is playing the number one defense against tight ends. Um, as far as Chicago goes... They are dead last in the league in generating pressure. They have two sacks on the entire year. So it's about every other game they they get to the quarterback. It's it's pathetic at this point. Their run defense also not very good. 
I do realize they lost their defensive coordinator early in the season, and uh, Eberflus is kind of filling in at the moment, and uh, it's going to be tough. What to- are your thoughts about Eberflus, man? Like, that last game, there were some questionable, like, decisions made. Oh, man. I, without getting off too, too much off topic, I think the play calling is uh, pretty atrocious so far. I'm not seeing anything that would make me think he's going to be the next Andy Reid or Bill Belichick. And uh, I think he'll probably be off the team by the end of the year. Okay. I mean, honestly, if there's another bad loss, like if they go into Washington and they lose by double digits. He's out next week. Or if they give up another 21 to 7 lead or 28 to 7 lead. Some of the, it's it's just head scratchers. Yeah, it was the game management. Yeah, time management is not good across the league. You could probably point out a dozen coaches that don't do that very well. Um, But that's not for me to say all i know is that it does not look good the product on the field doesn't look good and uh he's losing games that he is that are winnable and yeah. it's, it seems like a lot of decisions that he's making for me i'm with Vinny. i think if uh field is turning it around he's going to start freestyling this could be a time that he starts uh coming back just remember last year his first three games were actually worse right than his first three games this year he still finished as a top five quarterback in points per game yeah he did so there is hope. He was playing good defense his last year in the second half. He's gonna and Washington is not an elite defense by any means. So for me, I am starting Fields and I am loving DJ Moore this He's week. You starting Cole Komet? I am not starting Cole Komet. Really? Not this week? No, not against Washington. Okay. Chase Young is also back in the lineup and he's healthy. Um, he can be a force to be reckoned with, and that's someone I'm gonna watch out for if I'm uh, going against him. I like his hair. I was going to say, don't let bad games uh, deter you from starting guys. We don't give a shit if the Bears are 0-4. That means nothing. In fact, that should encourage you to start guys because they're going to be behind every game. Not even garbage time. Those guys are going to be behind like when the ball is snapped. like I know they were ahead on Denver, but everyone else, bro, they were behind. Yep. Yeah. Like the whole game. Like it's just they're not a good team. So their only way to stay competitive is let Justin Fields freestyle and do his thing. Yeah. You know? And I agree on Cole Komet. I have him in a lineup right now, but that's a tough matchup. I have to play him in armchair. A twelve team PPR. I just don't have anything better, I don't think. But Washington that's then a tough go, matchup. Washington then go ahead and start everyone. Logan Thomas, yeah. Terry McLaurin. Oh yeah, man. Uh Johan Dobson. Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson. Oh, Chicago is a sieve, and this is gonna be a week for all those guys. If they're gonna blow up and they can't do it against Chicago, they can't do it against anyone. Yeah. So yeah, have all your guys true. ready to go. I'm not gonna say Antonio Gibson though. He shouldn't be in your lineup. <laughs> Ron Rivera's been pumping him up too And that's all the more reason to not believe that Yeah For real No, I I completely believe that Pete Carroll's another one He'll talk great about everyone Exactly But uh, behind closed doors you know what's going on (laughs) Berating them Calling them pieces of shit Game script him out We do not like it Yeah, we do not (laughs) (laughs) But we want to keep his trade value good Yep So the next game up on the slate is going to be an early morning Sunday game where the Jacksonville Jaguars never left London. They stayed over. That was smart. I mean, why are you going to waste a couple days flying? They stayed over. Buffalo is traveling this week over to London. Buyer beware on Buffalo, man. Yep, I'm worried about this game for sure. I get it. I mean, even the... Worried about Buffalo? Absolutely. I mean, for them to go over when Jacksonville was already staying in London. Yeah, London, they, Jacksonville got back-to-back London games. They don't right, have to do any travel right. this week. And that's the way it should be, man. I'm glad the NFL did it that way because that's only fair, man. No, actually, what they should do is just award Jackson to, uh, Jacksonville to London. <laughs> ja- have you ever looked at the stadium during those games? It's sad. Yeah. I mean, half the stadium's full, maybe. Just go ahead and let them go. 
Yeah. It was never really a great. I mean, I know they had a couple good seasons where they got some decent attendance numbers. Man, it's like the Florida Marlins. The yeah. Miami Marlins. You're trying to force yeah. something on a on a. Just audience. let them go to London. Yeah. Let them play half their games over there. Generate some interest over there. I mean, I have no problem with it whatsoever. Um, Do you have a problem um, with Colin Ridley? Are you starting him this week against <sighs> Buffalo? Tredavious White's hurt. <clears throat> That's a plus. That's I know this. What, Buffalo is number one in the league against f- quarterbacks in fantasy. The question always goes back to who do you have instead of Calvin Ridley? So give me examples. Who could someone possibly have that they can start instead of Calvin Ridley on bye weeks? Because there's I start Terry McLaurin over him. He's already a starter. Give me somebody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- this is a real question. DJ Jacoby Myers, Nico DJ Collins. DJ you paid le- starter, you paid less he? for Nico Collins than you did for uh, Calvin DJ Ridley. DJ Moore was dropped in a few of the leagues I was in. Like in uh, in Genius, DJ Moore was dumped. Someone dropped DJ Moore? Yep. Hey, did you I mean, see I his numbers? His I first could understand reason. benching him, yeah. but dropping him out right? No way. I'd re- Michael Wilson? <sighs> Man, that's I'm a not, good That's a good one. I mean, I, I get Arizona it. Play. He, he had a good game, and he looked good. It's, He's had a few good games now. They're starting to figure it out. They're starting to figure out that this guy is like... All right, I got one for you. I couldn't do it because he's a rook still. Calvin Ridley? Very rarely watch his or points. Or Tank Dell? Mm, that's a good one. Who does Houston play this week? Houston plays Atlanta. How about Nico Collins? Nico Collins, definitely. There you go. That's what Tantel, Tantel is kind of on the line for me. I'm still going Calvin Ridley. Nico okay. Collins deserves to be a starter over Calvin Ridley, period. There you go. George Pickens or Calvin Ridley? Calvin, Calvin Ridley. Ridley. Yeah, that I don't one's care not for, even... I don't think anyone should start any Pittsburgh players, period. They all suck. Mm. Here's one that's a little bit funny, and I know it's way down the slate, but uh, Tyler Boyd. Uh, he's going to be the number two. I'm starting Calvin Ridley. I'm not okay. messing with that. Yeah, if, if Burrow is, is struggling and Cincinnati is struggling and T. Higgins was in the lineup, you think it gets better with Tyler Boyd being the number two? No. There's no way, dude. 2-2 two, two Atwell. 2-2 two, two Atwell. Over Calvin Ridley? Yep. Nah. That's a close one. I'm probably still rolling Calvin, but is it's Cup close. playing this week? It's, it's close. In actual points? <laughs> it does. <laughs> in actual points? It's yeah. not even close. 2-2's two, killing him. Yeah, no, I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I, L.A. style right now is just, it's awesome, man. It's its Matt Stafford doing everything and anything to move that ball, man. It's he's the greatest he's show on turf yeah. part, too. He is, he, man. He's great, man. He's great. Hmm. You know, I, I again, I got to really be motivated there to to push the, the bench button on Calvin because I also remember we did week one. Week one's not that far away from me in my head. Yeah. I see the potential there. I don't, uh, is this a Calvin really problem or is this a... Trevor Lawrence problem? Is it a play calling problem? Why isn't Doug Peterson calling the plays? Like, don't you think it's about time he probably takes that over? Because I'm telling you, I, I got a feeling the play caller has a lot to do with this, man. No, I, I absolutely hear what you're saying, with, but with Buffalo being number one yeah, against the quarterback, it makes me very nervous. Uh, they're middle of the pack against the running backs. I start my studs. I've always lived by that. Yep. It, for me to bench a stud, I really need to have real strong player on my bench that I feel will come in and for sure have a higher ceiling than Calvin Ridley. Does Tutu I will have a higher ceiling than Calvin Ridley? On the matchup, maybe, but in real life, no. I, I just I don't think. I, that's me. Is if it's Puka, yeah, I'm starting Puka. You know, Calvin's still a number one option. And if you believe in Jacksonville's offense, they gotta score points to keep up with Buffalo. They're going to have to pass the ball. Tredavious White, I think, is not playing. So if No, he, I think he's done for the year. He tore his ACL. Right. So you might be number one with... Achilles. Yeah. You, All right, sorry, his, it's, his it, Achilles. It's easier to be number one with Tredavious White. And it's easier to be a really good pass defense with Tredavious White. Just ask, you know, it's easier for the Cowboys to be a better pass defense with 
um, what's his name? Trayvon Diggs, right? It's harder. It is. I it's think Von Miller him. comes back this week. Does he? I think so. Who is that guy? <laughs> wow. Trevor Lawrence is going to find out. Um, Josh yeah. Allen's going to find plays. out about Buffalo Josh has... Allen. Last time Josh Allen ragdolled Josh Allen. Do you remember? Yeah. 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 And, but, and handed them a loss. Right yeah. now, Buffalo's on pace for 68 sacks. Uh, and that's without Von Miller. Their front four is doing great. Um, it is going to be a tough matchup. So, and what just, if he comes back like Khalil Mack did against? That's yeah, all. yeah, that's that a, not chasing insane. points. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're talking about Aiden O'Connell who's standing back yeah. there for seven seconds. Aiden, they now the that was stupid. I was watching that, that was game. Stupid. I'm like, gosh, that man. game should have been Brian Hoyer's. Yeah, that, Brian Hoyer would have played way better. He would have been smarter. Yeah. He would have got the ball to Jacoby Myers on time where he needed it. Right. Would have moved the ball. It would have been better. Moving, would not have turned it over. Would not have trying, got sacked if they were trying to win. Oh, you think now they're just trying to lose? I don't want to say no. they're trying to lose, but at this point, maybe they wanted to see what the rookie had. Mm. Because uh, they obviously some of the play calling, once again, was horrible. They could have pulled Aiden at any time. They when he was standing back yeah. there, he, he obviously was not ready for the game. They could have easily pulled him. They didn't. I'm going to say I'm going to put that one on ownership slash McDaniels. Jimmy G sure looks head and shoulders better than better anything than, they have. Yep, and absolutely. He's, he's very, very good, solid starting quarterback. He's not a star. He's not a ceiling play. But in that system, he's very good, man. Yeah. All right. Well, the next game up on the slate is going to be the Atlanta Falcons, led by the moronic Arthur Smith at home versus the upcoming Houston Texans. What a disaster, man. Like, I don't understand how these programs can just allow this coach to just, like. Uh, they were 2-0. and Two weeks ago, he, he would have told you, listen, everything's great in my program. I'm undefeated, so suck it. Um, this week, though, the over-under is 41.5. They're still favored by 1.5. I don't understand it. This feels a little fishy that the Falcons are getting the points because um, it feels like Houston should be favored in this one. Maybe it's just me. Um, I think Atlanta wins it. Just a side note, I'm not going to put pra- that as a lock, but I do think Atlanta wins this. I'm praying that Houston goes in there and takes care of them. I hope they do. I just don't see it happening. Houston's top 10 against quarterbacks in fantasy. They are absolutely atrocious against the running back. And that, yeah. was, that was the exact same last year. And unfortunately, that's what Atlanta is good at. They've got two beasts back there in the backfield. And uh, Arthur Smith doesn't understand how to use elite offensive <laughs> weapons at the wide receiver and tight end position, but he will sure run the fuck out of the ball. <laughs> and uh, that is not what Houston is good at stopping. And, um, man, I, I don't even know what to say. I just think that Bijan is going to have an incredible game, and I think Algier actually comes back into it with another <laughs> 8 to 10 carries and also has another 50 yards on the ground. Well, it wouldn't so, surprise me anything you said there. I think Drake London has one catch for four yards, and, and Kyle Pitts leads a team with 33. <laughs> yeah. Bl- Fuck, never mind. <laughs> Actually, right now, Atlanta is the third best against running backs in fantasy. Middle of the pack against quarterbacks, not generating a lot of pressure. Uh, the defensive coordinator that they have in Atlanta came from New Orleans, and he's trying to do that same type of uh, mm. defense without the same skill position players, right. but he has turned around that defense. Yeah. Um, Houston could have a hard time if they've completely bottled up Singletary and Pierce. Mm-hmm. However, I still like C.J. Stroud. He has looked incredible through four games. Absolutely. I'm starting him, man. I yeah. mean, I am starting him over Trevor Lawrence. Won't yeah. even hesitate. This is a game for me. I think it's going to be a little bit of a letdown for C.J. Stroud just because of the yardage. I don't think it's going to be there. I think Atlanta is going to absolutely try and ground and pound and run this clock out, take away the ball from Houston. 
and the fact that they're not going to be able to do much with Damian Pierce and Singletary makes me nervous. But you still know, like Nico. I, man, I see it totally different. I, I see, I see Texans just going to the going to the air early and often, just the same way Green Bay did against them. I saw Green Bay and Jordan Love move the ball up and down the field on Atlanta. Um, I think we're going to see the Texans do the same thing. Okay. I don't think they have enough answers there for the offense. AJ Terrell can only guard one guy. Okay. Jesse Bates is great in the back end too. Don't get me wrong, but someone's going to eat. It might not be Nico because if he gets to AJ Terrell, AJ Terrell's shutting everybody down. He's just, he's a monster, man. But I, I man, I love CJ Stroud. Maybe I'm drinking too much Kool-Aid. We'll find out. But I, I love what I'm seeing, man. Okay. I, I feel much better than him, for him, than I do, obviously, Trevor Lawrence. I feel better about him than I do Lamar Jackson. Wow. I feel better about him than Joe Burrow, obviously. I feel better about him. Who, who's another, who's another, like... Kirk Cousins. I do feel better than... Man, so that feel, sounds that sounds great. That sounds reactionary great. to me, and I, I would think it probably like, is. Are you guys more reactionary and like believing in the law of average averages, or are you like believing in the upside of what? No, CJ Stroud looked great yeah, was, coming out of college. He's tall. He's big. He's got a great arm. He's accurate, and it looks like the play callers are putting him in a uh, position to win. He's being a, he's able to be accurate because they're giving him time. The line is playing well. I mean, Laramie Tunsil's still over there at left. But y'all, y'all just threw out some names like Burrow and like some of these like top notch. Because I, I, it's I know I agreed with you and said yeah I'm being reactionary, but let me make let me tell you why I'm being reactionary because I have four weeks of data and here's what the four weeks of data tell me that Burrow has been terrible for four weeks and I don't think he's getting better losing T Higgins and not having been in full health. Lamar, while he's throwing the ball better, he's not the Lamar that we're used to accustomed to seeing. Trevor Lawrence has had four weeks of mediocre. And you know what CJ Stroud has done for four weeks, man? Yeah. He's been I mean, solid. So and it's so not reactionary not, anymore. Not. It's just it's just data. It's <clears throat> twenty nine points, twenty six points, thirty two fantasy points. Like I mean, he dropped thirty two on Pittsburgh. Is Pittsburgh a bad defense? So when I ask that question, it's not like to question like um it's it's like I'm trying to figure out what is your guys? What are your strategies? We're week, it's week four. You got to make some decisions. Also, now. matchups like this came up last week. Um, Vinny, we were talking about like uh, the law of averages compared to matchups, and right. and they both said um, that matchups are extremely important. They so are. So I'm just curious about you guys, your philosophies on that, like the law of averages, the matchups, um, and chasing points. Uh, right now, Atlanta is 15th against quarterbacks. The match was great for C.J. Stroud. And uh, when I look at four weeks into a fantasy season, I start to think about things. You know, if you're a winning team, you might not have to change things. But I'll use one of my rosters, for example. I'm 3-1 and one in armchair. Okay, I've had Trevor Lawrence starting every week. It's easy for me to look at my roster, and the first thing I'm going to tell you guys is I'm winning in spite of Trevor Lawrence. Right. I'm done with him. Last week, I benched him for Brock Purdy. And it was it was pretty much the right call. And now I have an opportunity to play C.J. Stroud, who's giving me four weeks of data. Like now's the time where you got to make some moves. It's not week one where you're like, oh, we're gonna wait and see. You know, if Fields has shit the bed against Denver, my reaction would have been like, I'm full blown panic mode about Justin Fields. If you can't get it done in week four against De- against Denver, that's it. What other data do I need, man? Like. I think right now is the week where you kind of look at your roster and you got to be realistic. How has this player been? In another league, I'm winning in spite of Joe Burrow. Like, if I get Joe Burrow in one of my dynasty teams, I'm I'm blowing people out. But I'm getting three points out of Joe Burrow. 
I mean, even I know, like, that's not probably turning around anytime soon. Right. That's the reality. If you own Joe Burrow, you just you can wait as long as you want. If you're winning, that's okay. Mm-mm. I can wait. I'm winning. But if I'm losing, you think I'm just going to sit there and just play him? There's no way. Right. No, not until he turns it around. But right. once he does, you know he'll probably go ahead the rest of the season as a top seven. Is, top is Joe Burrow a great quarterback? Yeah, we know he is. Is he probably hurt? Probably still. Is yep. Cincinnati dysfunctional right now on offense? Sure looks like it. Yeah. Definitely. You know? I love C.J. Stroud, though. This all goes back to C.J. Stroud. We right. have data. I'm going to roll with it. You know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna ride it, and if he looks bad against Atlanta, it's okay. I've, that that could happen too. Yeah. But shit, Trevor Lawrence isn't giving me too much. I'm probably not gonna regret it. <laughs> no. What's Trevor Lawrence gonna do against Buffalo, man? Like, not much. Not much, probably. So yeah. I'll take my chances. Do I want to start Brock Purdy against Dallas? I mean, that's probably a better start than Trevor Lawrence to me because I trust the system. I trust Shanahan. Right now, Doug Peterson isn't calling the plays for Trevor Lawrence, and I really do trust C.J. Stroud in this spot. No. <laughs> of course, kiss of death. Is that is Josh, it the kiss did of death? Just give it, just, is did it? he just give him the kiss is of death? He done? possibly is did. Is CJ Stroud done? I hope he yeah. didn't. Fuck, bro. All well, right. Don't ride with me, guys. All right. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. Next game up on the slate is going to be the Carolina Panthers going to see the Detroit Lions. Now, the Carolina Panthers are sixth against the quarterback. Detroit is a little bit lower, but they are rolling the last three weeks. Um, their first week was not good. They are looking incredible right now. Aiden Hutchinson is turning that defense around. They are scheming him. Love it. It is, man. You got to love that guy. Um, Detroit, top five against running backs in fantasy. I love what a it. difference, huh? Yeah. What a absolutely. difference. Like they Never are, used to be like that. No, truly bottling up the opposing team's running back. Carolina, one of the worst in the league. So this could be a game for another back-to-back game. For David Montgomery. I'd love to say Jameer Gibbs because that's who I thought <laughs> it was going to be the star of the show coming at, you know, out of the game. What a disappointment, man. It is, but he's not getting think, the same opportunities that David yeah, Montgomery is. I don't is. think it's right. necessarily it's a, the opportunity can, show. Yeah, you know, yeah. Right. I don't know. Honestly, for me, Carolina doesn't stand a chance. I do not see a way that Carolina even keeps it close. Um, this, for me, the Lions would have to be, that's going to be my pick for uh, winning this week. I know they're favored. I know they're at home. But everything on their metrics, everything on paper just looks like Detroit is the better team. This feels like a, like a David versus Goliath type of deal. It really does. Absolutely. Bryce Young, he can't even see around Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> it's bad, man. Yeah, it's like it's it's not even your little brother. It's like your little like nephew or something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a kid that's like 15 years younger. He's just standing on like, rah, I'm going to get you. You know what it's like, the mascot game. Do you? Uh, I love watching the mascot highlights where the mascots play against like the little kids. Have you ever watched that where they truck roll the kids left and right? What is, is that? What is that, is that like the puppy bowl? Man, nobody what? knows what I'm talking about. What is no. it? Say it again. So it's like the, the mascots will all get together and play against like these um, like middle, like elementary school students. Uh-huh. And they like, they throw these kids around. I'm surprised it's a real thing. I think that was a commercial by ESPN. Where they're yelling at him. <laughs> no, this, is, the this is a real thing. Like, there's highlights. You can watch it where they toss these little kids around like rag dolls. And I'm like, man, how are these people not getting sued? Like, you you have to look it Probably up. Probably all the people in the mascots are under 18, so they they would be tried as no. Minors. These are these look like <laughs> these look like adults, man. These look like oh, adults that are truck rolling little kids on the football field. I would pay to see that. You you don't have to pay. Just look it up. They would just come over to my house and play for free. <laughs> this is yes. incredible. Just Mike, look why, it up where on is YouTube. My, my oh, God. YouTube. 
You guys. <laughs> your algorithm sounds fucked up. Yeah. That's what it's pulling up on yours? Jeez. I've never heard of this in my life. Uh, Are you serious? Okay. I mean, well, I never I'm have sure it's there. On the next your, break, I, I'm going to pull it up for no, you guys. No, we, we believe you. It's just your algorithm who knows you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so is anyone going to fight me on the Lions? Does anyone see a sliver of hope for the Panthers in no. this one? They've no. given up over 100 points this season. It's They're bad. getting smoked pretty bad. I'm going to use the Lions on one of my survivor pools. So mm-hmm. I, I feel good about them. Yeah, absolutely. At home against Carolina. I would feel I better about Carolina if Dalton was in. Yeah, I would, yeah, too. I would too. Dalton looked much better. Yeah. I don't know. All right, I still like uh, Thielen. He's got a nice rapport for Young. I could still see him getting six or seven catches. And the other one, Mingo. Is he going to play this game? Is no, he out? If he's, he's out. If he is definitely out. With he's con- out again? Yeah. With a concussion. He suffered it in the yeah, last bro. game. Terrace Marshall actually had a few extra targets this past week. I think he had like eight or nine targets. He yeah. caught six for some small amount of yards. But he could absolutely be usable in this game if you're looking. If you happen to have Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Josh Palmer, if you were weak at wide receiver and you picked up Palmer last week or something like that, and now you're looking for someone, Terrace Marshall could be a nice guy to just kind of slide. I think Mingo's going to play. He cleared the NFL's five-step concussion protocol. Mike, where the hell do you get your information? He was a limited from? Sesame Street. He was a limited practice participant. That's why he didn't play. But <laughs> oh, okay. He passed the concussion protocol as of two days ago. Well, okay. when I was watching Sesame Street earlier, it said that he wasn't playing. Man, I I hope Snuffleupagus comes up behind you. Punches you in the balls. Right in the balls. (laughs) Alrighty. Guys, we're going to call it a night. Oh, Um, thank God. I know. Mike is so tired. He's going to take a nap. He's going to take a nap this afternoon. Then he's going to go home, go to sleep. He'll come back tomorrow. I have another one for you. Before the game start. Before uh, Chicago hits Washington. Actually, we've already covered that game, so we're good. Yeah. Um, I can't thank everyone enough I can't for either. listening to us. <laughs> and don't forget, we Me have a Facebook page. In your dreams tonight. The Championship Formula. Because I love you. Go on there. Hit and follow. I will always be. Look at our locks of the week, our starts of the week. Forever. Give us a message. Give us a message that we can ask on air. If you don't have Facebook, for the one percenters out there, hit us at the email, thechampionshipformula at go. gmail.com. And uh, we're going to leave enough time be able to read it on air and uh we'll answer it bring those questions on guys let's do it y'all stay safe and have a great night peace